Welcome to the Law Firm Accounting and Tax Podcast, powered by Jetro. Each week, we bring extremely valuable accounting and tax tips specific to law firm owners. You will be on your way to growing your practice and putting more money in your pockets. Here's your host. Hello and welcome back. I'm your host, Mike Jezoshek, and I'm a CPA and founder over at Jetro, which is an innovative accounting firm servicing small business owners across the country. Now, today I'm going to be talking about preparing your bookkeeping for year-end. So, this is an important topic now because before you know it, you're going to be eating Thanksgiving dinner, doing Christmas shopping. So, really, now is the time to start preparing your books for year-end and getting everything caught up because the last thing that you want to be doing is scrambling when time is tight. So, here are some things to consider as you're preparing your bookkeeping for year-end. First off, Get your bookkeeping updated. If you are like 95% of the business owners I talk to, you have a bunch of uncompleted bookkeeping. And the best thing you can do is tackle all of that back book work now, bite the bullet, get it done, so you don't have even more data to sift through during the busy holiday season. Once you have that back bookkeeping caught up, you can get on a regular schedule to continually be updating your books. It's important to note that bookkeeping is not just for tax purposes. Many people think that. Bookkeeping is an amazing tool to see how your business is doing and see things that you can adjust to perform better in the future. As an example, we had a new client that never did bookkeeping. So we completed eight months of back bookkeeping and showed them the financials. And after going through those financials with them, we found over $780 per month in recurring subscriptions that they have not used for years. So without doing their bookkeeping, they would not have recognized this. We looked at the software piece and saw this recurring amount. They're like, what is that amount? And it was subscriptions that were being charged for year after year that were never being used. And so that is one example of how bookkeeping become that can be used to your advantage. And you know, I often hear, why do I need to do bookkeeping? I just monitor my bank account to see how well I'm doing. And this is really a poor way to see the health of your business. And it is just a number. The bank account is just a number that gives you no story or no background. So just depending on your bank account balance to see how you're performing really is is a poor way to do that. It's also hard to, to make estimated taxes to see where you can make improvements. So, you know, of course, use bookkeeping to provide accurate financials for tax reporting and determining those estimated taxes. But over and above that, you should be using bookkeeping on a regular basis to see how your business is performing and recognize adjustments that can be made or savings that can be made. So, you know, the first thing is get your bookkeeping caught up. Take some time now, bite the bullet. Once it's caught up, be on a regular schedule to update that bookkeeping on a regular basis. The second item is that, you know, you want to monitor the activity that's going on within your business as well as gather W-9s from contractors that you're paying. So once you have your bookkeeping caught up, monitor that activity that's going on and, and see if there are things that you can do to be prepared for taxes. See if there's expenses or reimbursements that can be made to yourself as a business owner to help lower your income for tax purposes. We talked about this with the accountable plan a, a couple of episodes ago. With completed financials, it would likely be easier to see regular business expenses that may be missing. So if you're doing bookkeeping, you might notice, 
hey, we're missing a home office reimbursement, or hey, we're missing mileage that's all being done on my personal side. Bookkeeping can help make this obvious so you can be sure to get those reimbursements done and booked so you can be sure to get that expense. Also, with that updated bookkeeping, check your expense accounts. See if there's any unnecessary spending that is being done that can be cut to put more money in your pockets. Monitor and project your profit so you can be prepared for a possible tax bill and also pay any kind of estimated taxes if applicable. I don't know how many times we clients, new clients, come to us in March and they just completed their bookkeeping. They have no clue what their tax bill is because they had no bookkeeping throughout the year. They had no clue how they were doing in their business. And it can be a real eye-opener. And I hate to see business owners be surprised by a tax bill when there's so many things that can be done to implement strategies throughout the year, do things and, and, and cut costs throughout the year, and do reimbursements that can lower that tax bill. So now is the time to make sure that you're on top of that to see if you need to create expenses, to see if you need to get expenses on the books now in 2019. Um, Also important, look into payments that you made to contractors throughout the year and make sure you have a W-9 on file for them so you can easily prepare 1099s at year end. Remember to always try and grab a W-9 before you even pay a vendor so you don't have to try to chase them down later. So this is, again, uh, 1099s are related to um, contractors or vendors that you pay a total of $600 or more to. You will have to send them a 1099 at year end. And you use that W-9 to gather the information that's needed to send that 1099. So if you haven't been grabbing W-9s, now is a good time to do it. But keep in mind, with your bookkeeping completed, you can look and see, who did I pay over $600? If I don't have a W-9 on file, let's ask them that so that when the new year turns over, I can send up a 1099 and I don't have to chase them. The next thing with kind of preparing your books for year-end is verifying the balance sheet balance accounts. So look at the balance sheet. We always say the balance sheet is really the heart of your financials. The biggest time that we come into a client, the biggest way we can tell if bookkeeping was completed incorrectly is by looking at the balance sheet. So first things first, do a formal bank reconciliation and balance check to ensure that all your bank and credit card account balances on your books match what is actually showing on the statements in the bank. If they are off, that might that will always mean that there's one or more transactions missing or potentially even double booked. So first things first on the balance sheet, verify, do a bank reconciliation to make sure that your balances on the books are accurate to the actual balances in the bank or credit card account. After you do that, you can look at your other assets, liabilities, and owner draw and owner contribution accounts, and just make sure that the activity within those accounts is accurate. For example, if you have a loan, it should match the principal balance on your statements. So that means that a lot of times when people have a loan, they'll book principal and interest all as a loan payment. The interest can actually be broken out and is supposed to be broken out and expensed, and just the principal amount will lower that, that, that loan balance on the books. So look at these things on your balance sheet and make sure that everything looks like it's being reported accurately. Now, when you're talking about balance sheet and looking at things on that side, this part can get a little bit more complicated. So if you have some issues there or you think that you might want to be uh, have another set of eyes look at this, you know, reach out to a professional. 
they're going to be able to really help in this cleanup process um, on the bookkeeping and make sure that there's no errors, um, you know, on the bookkeeping. Because if, if there's errors in the bookkeeping, that means that there's going to be errors on the tax return. That means that there's going to be errors in how you are evaluating how your business is doing. And so that, that can all lead to bad outcomes. So make sure that you're, you're um, verifying those balances and making sure that the transactions are accurate. And if you think it's a little bit too complicated or a little bit difficult, don't hesitate to reach out to a professional to help on this side. It's really not worth spending a ton of your time working in circles when a, a professional may be able to come in and see the issue right away. So uh, as a recap, you know, as you're preparing your bookkeeping for year end and Believe me, your end is going to be here before you know it. Just make sure you get your bookkeeping updated. If your bookkeeping is updated, great. And just keep a continued good pulse on that so that you're, you're updating every week or at least at a minimum every month so that everything is being accurate and, and recorded so that when tax season comes, you're not rushing to get a bunch of things done. So get your bookkeeping updated and keep it up to date. It's going to help you evaluate how your business is doing, monitor your activity. Um, the next thing is, is take that information that you use. Now that you have accurate books, monitor it. Make estimated tax payments. Find if there's expenses that could be missing that you paid personally, maybe. See if there's reimbursements that can be made to help lower your taxable income. Look at these types of items and see where changes can be made. See if you have overspending being done on things you're not using. Um, and also when you're doing that, Look to see if there's any contractors or vendors that you've paid a total of $600 or more to that you're going to have to send a 1099 to. So start to collect those W-9s now from people that you paid $600 or more to. And finally, once you have your books updated, verify your balance sheet. Start with your balance sheet. Make sure you do formal reconciliations on your bank accounts, your credit card accounts, to ensure that the balances that you're showing on your books in those accounts match exactly to what's showing in your, in your actual bank. That's going to be the first line of defense. If something is off there, that means something is off in the, in the bookkeeping as well. And you're going to want to make sure that you look into that first. And if, if any of this piece sounds too complicated, just reach out to a professional. They're going to be able to help you. They're going to be able to take the stress off your hands and allow you to really focus on what you do best is, is growing and running your business. So whatever you do, now is the time to act and get on top of your bookkeeping. I hope this episode was helpful. I hope it kind of triggered something. If you do have a lot of back bookkeeping to do, I hope it kind of triggered that idea to go ahead and, and get that done now. Um, and so again, thank you for tuning into this episode. It was great to have you and I will see you next week. Now, one last thing before I go, we created a Facebook group called Building a Successful Law Firm to take what you learn here and dive even deeper. This Facebook group is a place where we share tons of value for free, and you also have the opportunity to bring up situations you are faced with and collaborate not only with our team, but with other firm owners as well. Simply go to Facebook and search for the Building a Successful Law Firm group. Again, it's Building a Successful Law Firm group. I'll see you in there. This has been another episode of the Law Firm Accounting and Tax Podcast from the team at Jetro. If you enjoy our weekly episodes, please leave a review on whatever platform you listen to us on and share with other law firm owners. If you have any questions or future topics you want to hear, email them to tax at jetrotax.com. Thanks for listening and have a great day.